Mervyn Abrams is the program coordinator at the Peter Maritzburg Economic Justice and Dignity Project. Mervyn, good morning and thanks for your time. I mean, if you look at consumer price inflation figures, they're slowly coming down. But food price inflation, 13.9%, still so high and now over such a prolonged, sustained period. What's that doing to people? So good morning, Stephen, uh, and good morning to all your listeners. So what we are seeing happening is that households are continuing to lower the level of food consumption, eating less because they can buy less food, or eating less nutritious food because they do not have the amount of money to in- buy nutritious food. Stephen, what we have seen from yesterday's CPI is that food prices is by far, with transport, but food prices in particular are the main driver of inflation in South Africa. 13.9%, that constitutes 2.4% of the 6.8% CPI. So we have to focus around food prices in order to bring the overall inflation number down. And, 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 And I believe, we believe that Raising interest rates on its own will not necessarily bring that down. There are other unique factors in the South African food value chain that needs to be addressed. For instance, commodity prices, maize prices, wheat prices have been coming down globally. Um, and, and, and so we need to ask, is load shedding there the main issue? And if load shedding is the main issue, raising interest rates is not going to help. In fact, what the farmers and the food producers are requiring is actually some form of relief so that they do not pass on the higher interest that they are paying on all the big infrastructural adjustments they now have to make to deal with load shedding onto the consumer at the end. So can we begin to look at our economy and particularly the food system and ask what are those things driving food price increases? Um, I mean, if you look at vegetables, so carrots are up 30% year on year, onions up 50%, potatoes, very important for many people, 24%, bread prices up about 20%. I mean, these are all the things that people rely on. And particularly when it comes to vegetables, these are vegetables people need that they can no longer afford. It seems, unfortunately, to be that devastatingly simple. Exactly, Stephen. And that's what we're seeing in communities now. People are saying, look, we we are at the bottom. We have been at the bottom for the last year or so. We perhaps can fall no further. All we can do is just cut down on the amount of food we eat or increase our level of, of, of debt in order to buy food, which is now what middle class of Africa is doing. We're buying food on credit cards, and then, of course, inflation is, is hitting us. So really, it is a very bleak picture of lower levels of food intake, lower levels of nutrition. And, and, and yes, we are facing an economic problem in the future, but perhaps we're facing a much bigger socioeconomic uh, a problem that will hit us in 20 years from now when child stunting mm. continues to increase. The thing around load shedding is that most people won't be able to cook at all. So you can't even prepare food for a family over a weekend. You, know, you can't spend the Saturday or the Sunday cooking and then keep the food in the fridge because the fridge isn't going to work. Well, exactly. So that's what people are telling us. Uh, do shopping more often than previously. 
Now, every time somebody goes to the stores, there is often transport costs involved. So transport costs have increased because now they have to shop, you know, once a week instead of once every two weeks or once a month because of load shedding and in order to ensure that food does not spoil. So, so those are all factors. And what we are seeing is also that the food consumption patterns are changing. So households are, are now beginning to buy food that takes less cooking time. So, for instance, samp and maize meal is replaced by bread and two-minute noodles because that can cook much quicker, but, of course, has devastating health consequences. Mervyn Abrahams, thank you. Program coordinator at the Peter Maritzburg Economic Justice and Dignity Group.